Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV. This brand new episode that I have for you today is actually one that was a suggestion made to me by a very dear and longtime friend of mine. And the interesting thing is not only did they make the suggestion, but I was checking out this particular, I guess some would call it a TV show possibly, or a series of episodes. I was checking this out on YouTube not too long ago, ran across a couple um, of episodes or installments, whichever the right word or name would be, and was watching them at the time I received the suggestion. So it, it really coincided perfectly. I'm talking about, of course, the Dean Martin Celebrity Roast. Now, those, of course, were very popular in the 70s and the 80s. Uh, the Dean, of course, we all know Dean Martin. Dean Martin, you know, of course, originally Jerry Lewis's partner until they broke up in 1956. And then Dean Martin went on to have a very successful solo career of his own. He had his own variety show on NBC, which ran from 1965 to 1974. And of course, he was a member of the well-known infamous Rat Pack, which of course also included uh, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., Peter Lawford, and Joey Bishop. Dean Martin, of course, had also a very successful movie career. He did The Young Lions with uh, Montgomery Clift. He did uh, Some Come Running with Frank Sinatra. Also, he did Ocean's Eleven, the original, with the Rat Pack. And he also went on to do a couple of other movies along with Frank Sinatra, like uh, they did one called Four for Texas. They did Robin and the Seven Hoods. That was like the last Rat Pack movie that they did. Uh, so we all know Dean Martin very, very well. He also, um, you know, made appearances on Ronan Martin's Laugh-In, of course, The Ed Sullivan Show. Um, he appeared on Charlie's Angels. He was on Dinah's TV show. So Dean Martin, big, big, big celebrity. And so in the mid-70s, 1974, as a matter of fact, he began the celebrity roast. Now, the roast themselves were inspired by the roast, uh, the Friars Club roast that they had in New York City, where you would have a celebrity and, you know, friends and colleagues and industry peers and coworkers would come out and they would celebrate that person by, quote unquote, roasting them. Now, the term roast is still being used today amongst millennials, and it's a modern day lingo term. Um, I use it on occasion. I'm not a millennial, but I use it on occasion myself. Basically, to roast someone means to good naturedly make fun of them. And so that is still, you know, a part of our modern day lingo. And there are still roasts that take place today. Um, I know that uh, the roasts these days are much more graphic than they were back during the Friars Club roast and Dean Martin's roast. The roasts today, uh, they are pretty X-rated very raunchy. Um, actually they're shown on cable. They can't even be shown on network TV because the content can be so graphic. Um, I saw the Bob Saget roast. I saw William Shatner's and a couple of others. And yeah, they are definitely not G rated. They're not even PG rated. 
I wouldn't even give some of those an R rating as a matter of fact. But uh, the Dean Martin roast usually uh, were on NBC and they were, you know, I would say that they were appropriate for maybe not little kids to watch. Um, but honestly, I don't think that little kids would have gotten anything negative from the Dean Martin roast. As a matter of fact, I didn't see them growing up because I just didn't watch a lot of NBC TV until uh, the late 70s. Um, I did watch Sanford and Son in its final season on NBC. Uh, when I would visit my cousin's house, we would watch Saturday Night Live. Um, but I mean, I didn't really start watching NBC until Different Strokes came along. And then you had The Facts of Life and then later on, Give Me a Break. And so my NBC TV watching and I began to watch Little House on the Prairie. Um, in 1980, when my fourth grade teacher announced that that was her favorite TV show, and she recommended that we all check it out if we had not been watching it before. And so I did the following one, Monday night and, you know, fell in love with it, got my mom into it. We watched it until it ended, you know, three years later. But yeah, I missed the Dean Martin Rose and their original run, but I have been enjoying catching up with them on YouTube and they are available on DVD. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, there was an infomercial that they had some years ago where you could get a collection of Dean Martin Rose um, on, you know, DVD. So I think that's still available. You can definitely check eBay, check Amazon, but I'm pretty sure that that's still uh, an option. But anyway, the Dean Martin Rose began in 1974, the same year that his variety show came to an end, and they lasted until 1984. So it was a 10-year period of these roasts taking place. Now, the Dean Martin Rose are absolutely hysterical to watch. And I think one thing is that the roasts were, they were funny, but they were also pretty clean. And the way that everyone would talk to one another on the dais and on stage, you really can't do that anymore these days. I mean, like I said, with the roasts that they do now, um, that's another reason why they're not on network television is because a lot of people would find the content and the verbiage too offensive. So not only are uh, the roasts that we have now pretty much uh, too graphic for network television, but everything is so, you know, people are so easily offended these days. Um, everything, so much is deemed inappropriate and, you know, cancel. The cancel culture is on steroids. And so that's another reason why you, you know, you, you couldn't show their current roast, you know, you have to have them on cable, but the Dean Martin roast, again, like I said, they were much more clean. Uh, but I mean, the thing that made these roasts, I think would be so offensive to a lot of today's culture is the fact that there were a lot of, of, uh, ethnic and racial, you know, jokes during these roasts. You know, there were, you know, I know that there was one roast I was watching the other night. It was, I think it was the, it was the Red Fox roast. This was done in 1976, December of 1976. And you had Milton Berle as one of those on the dais. And Slappy White was also present because, of course, you know, Red Fox and Slappy White had been partners since probably, I think, the 40s or the 50s. And, you know, they were, you know, they were lifelong friends. He was Melvin, by the way, in the early days of Sanford and Son. 
So anyway, uh, Slappy White was a part of the dais, as were Lawanda Page, who was Aunt Esther on Sanford and Son. Also, you had Red Buttons, and let me see who else was on there. Isaac Hayes was a part of the dais. He and Red Fox were good friends in real life. Um, I don't think anyone else from Sanford and Son was a part of the roast. Um, I think the only Sanford and Son, um, I guess you could say co-star, was Slappy White. I don't think anyone else, unless I'm mistaken, was not there. But it was a really funny roast. Red Fox was in his element. He just could not stop laughing. He had a great time. But the part that I wanted to mention here is um, where Milton Berle... Uh, called out Slappy White, and he said that no matter how many times you get slapped, you'll never be white. Now, a crack like that would definitely be seen as offensive today, and it would be really, it would really have people up in arms, you know. The verbiage that was used in regard to, you know, cracks like that would not be well-received. You know, I mean, there would be complaints, there would be, you know, campaigns or pull this off the air and this is, this is, this, this is inappropriate, da, 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 da. But that was just the way that it was in those days. You could make cracks when it came to race or ethnicity and everyone just laughed. It was not taken personally. It was not deemed as being offensive. It might have sounded that way, but, you know, everyone was just, just, just lighthearted about it, good natured about it. So, you know, no one gave it a second thought that happened all the time there were also digs in regard to gender age lots of things again that people were very sensitive about very very touchy about in the present day so um you would check out any of these dean martin roasts you know uh, if you're already familiar with the material it's not going to bother you it's not gonna be a big deal but if you're not familiar with the material I would warn you of what you are going to be listening to. So if that, if that type of verbiage is going to bother you, I would suggest you just not listen to it. Because in every one of these roasts, the ones I know that I've seen, there were, like I said, you had cracks about, like I said, these particular issues or subjects. So, uh, you know, don't listen to it if it's going to bother you. Lucille Ball was roasted. I don't remember the year. I think 1975, perhaps. And of course, there were lots of jokes about her hair color. She was not really a redhead. There were jokes about her age and jokes about the fact that she was married to a Cuban once upon a time. Uh, so again, all funny stuff, but you have, you can't have thin skin. You can't be touchy and you can't be all sensitive when you watch this. So anyway, the Dean Martin uh, celebrity roast, they were in Las Vegas and it was a full-blown, you know, really ritzy affair. And I mean, lots of people were roasted. I mean, Sammy Davis Jr. was roasted. Uh, oh my gosh, let's see, Frank Sinatra, George Burns, uh, Valerie Harper. I think Mary Tyler Moore was roasted, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, Angie Dickinson was roasted. Telly Savalas. Um, Carol O'Connor. And all of these roasts, they were so much fun to watch. You know, I mean, I enjoy just going through YouTube and seeing whose roast am I going to watch next. And like I said, you would see cast members, you know, come out. You know, Muhammad Ali was roasted. And of course, Howard Cosell was there. You had Gabe Kaplan. Uh, you had Isabel Sanford and Sherwin Hemsley from the Jeffersons. They were there. And I love uh, Sherman Hemsley's banter back and forth with Muhammad Ali. That was really funny. So, I mean, it was, it was really great. Um, 
So again, you can just go to YouTube and you can just look at the list. Most of the roasts are available on YouTube. I'm not saying all of them are, but there are quite a few. And you can just look through the list and see which ones you'd like to watch and kind of check them out. Uh, I think Jack Benny was roasted. I know Johnny Carson was roasted in 1973, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you had Red Fox there for his roast and Deanne Warwick. You had the Kent McCord and Mark Milner from Adam 12. You had his wife at the time, Joanna. And by the way, that lady had a killer walk. Oh my gosh, I wish I could walk like her. But uh, so it was, again, a lot of fun to watch all of these. Betty White was roasted in 1978. Um, Suzanne Summers also was roasted in 1978. Valerie Harper was roasted in 1975. So, you know, it's just a lot of fun. Because I'm pretty sure, unless you just don't know any of these celebrities, and you maybe you don't, but if you know some of them or if you know them all, you know, it's it's really a lot of fun just to go and just pick out who you're going to watch next. Now, most of the roasts are about over an hour in length. Now, the Red Fox roast, if I recall, was about an hour. But the Valerie Harper one was like an hour and a half. So, you know, you're looking at an hour to an hour and a half in length for these roasts. But again, you know, there's, there's so much fun. You can't help but laugh out loud at some of, of the material. And you could tell that everyone was having a really good time. Everyone was enjoying themselves. And you know, it was all just, just fun and games. It was just in fun. It was not something that anyone got up in arms about. I don't think there were any protests at the time about the roast. I don't think that there were any letters written in to NBC or to Dean Martin. I think everyone just kind of just, you know just enjoyed it and just let it let let it go with the flow just float along with it naturally um i did notice that with the valerie harper roast all of her rota cast mates were there uh david grove was there he sat right next to her as a matter of fact it was so i thought that was so cute because it's literally like it was you know they were like husband and wife you know, because of course they were you and Joan Rhoda on the show, and that's what they reminded me of. Like they were married. He was like he was sitting there next to his wife. I thought it was just great. He sat right next to her. Right across from her was uh, Nancy Walker, who portrayed her mother, Ida Morgenstern. You also had Julie Kavner there, who was her sister on the show, Brenda, and Harold Gould, who was her father on the show, Martin. So all of her Rhoda castmates were there. Also, Ed Asner was there from the Maritola Moore show, and Georgia Engel was there. I did notice, though, for the Suzanne Summers roast that um, Norman Fell and Audra Lindley were there because she was still on Three's Company at the time. However, missing from the dais were both John Ritter and Joyce DeWitt. Now, Joyce DeWitt was a very shy, uh, introverted lady, so I can kind of understand her not being there. John Ritter... I would have loved to have seen him there and seen him make some of his, you know, crazy wisecracks and jokes. Not sure the reason behind that, I why, you know, they were not present, but I did, I couldn't help but notice that the differences, the stark differences between Suzanne's, Rose, and Valerie's in regard to their castmates. But uh, yeah, for uh, most of the, um, you know, people who had been in television, who had Either they were on a television show currently or had been on one. Usually there was at least someone from the TV show that they were on present. Now, I don't think anyone from All in the Family was present at Carol O'Connor's roast. 
And um, I do not think that anyone from Police Woman was there for Angie Dickinson. It's not that that always matters. It's people, you know, tend to, and sometimes we all, including me, tend to read into things and get the wrong idea and misconstrue things. It's not always an issue of resentment or jealousy. And that's what we tend to think that it usually is. Oh, what were they jealous? Were they hating? Not necessarily. You know, you don't know what kind of, what issues uh, or reasons why other people from their TV shows, you know, were not there. So I try not to go down that road and assume the negative. Sometimes I do wind up assuming it initially, but I try to redirect my thoughts. Uh, but, you know, anyway, it was a lot of fun for a celebrity, be, a celebrity to be roasted. And Dean Martin, of course, great master of ceremonies. Dean Martin, very, very funny guy, laid back, chill. I mean, it's like nothing really phased Dean Martin. You know, Frank Sinatra is known for being very uptight. He could be uptight. He he had a temper. He had a, a volatile temperament about himself. But Dean Martin was just the opposite. Dean Martin was just laid back. You know, he always had a drink in hand. Now, some people say that, I know what Tony Curtis said, because I watched a biography about the Rat Pack on A&E long time ago. Tony Curtis said that a lot of times that was not alcohol that Dean Martin was drinking, that it was really apple juice, that the whole drunk thing was just a big facade. Not that he did not drink because, you know, you know, he did. All the Rat Pack guys drank. But, um, you know, whether he was actually drinking alcohol or whether it was apple juice or not, Dean Martin, I think, was the perfect master of ceremonies for these roasts. I think I don't think anyone could have done a better job than he did. He was funny. He was laid back at the same time. He was very relaxed. He just went with the flow. And like I said, you know, very, very funny guy. Very talented, very funny guy. Not a bad singer. I like a lot of Dean Martin's music. Um, so, you know, he's definitely one of my favorite entertainers. And uh, he was like the perfect choice for these roasts. But yeah, the roast ended in 1984. Not really sure why they came to an end, but after 10 years of doing them, and I think they did 56 in all over that 10-year span, they came to a close. I think maybe because by 1984, I think things were kind of changing in pop culture, and I think the roast seemed to be a little outdated, I'm assuming. I'm not sure if that's the real reason why they ended um, after uh, in 1984. I'm just assuming maybe that's why. I do know that Dean Martin, of course, was, uh, you know, still entertaining. I don't think he was doing a lot of entertaining as of 1984. I mean, he would, he was kind of worked at his own leisure. He did he played a lot of golf, um, you know, just kind of was just, I think, just kind of just relaxing into his legacy and into who he was. Um, of course, Dean Martin ended up, unfortunately, experiencing personal tragedy with the loss of his son, Dean Paul Martin, in 1987. Dean Paul was killed in um, uh, his... uh, Dean Paul had joined the military. I can't think at the moment of what... I think he was in the Air Force. And he had become a pilot. He was very successful at what he did. Um, Dean Paul, of course, had also been an actor. And he had been a singer. Dean Paul was in the group Dino, Desi, and Billy back in the 60s. And he also had done some acting. And, uh, you know, he was also a, uh, you know, 
good tennis player. So, you know, he was an all around, you know, about guy, very handsome, very attractive, very good looking. He was married at one point to Olivia Hussey, and then he was briefly married to Dorothy Hamill. Um, so he, again, decided to, you know, he wanted a military career, so he pursued that, was successful with it. I think he had risen up to the rank of captain. And from what I understand, he was a very nice guy, very down-to-earth, very likable. And uh, he was, you know, um, on a mission. And some kind of way, the mission, there was a change of direction. I'm probably getting some of my facts mixed up, and I apologize for that. But... There was a change in direction during the course of the mission that he was on, if I'm not mistaken. Dean Paul did not hear the change in course. So he kept on the original course and he his plane unfortunately accidentally crashed into the side of a mountain and he was killed instantly. Um, he was 35 years old and, you know, Dean Paul was Dean's pride and joy. You know, if Dean... Martin had a favorite child. He had seven children. If he had a favorite child, it was definitely Dean Paul. The two were very close, and um, Dean Paul's death devastated Dean Martin. And he was really pretty much a shell of the man that he had been for the rest of his life. He uh, actually, the Rat Pack, uh, Frank and Sammy and Dean got back together. Frank Sinatra came up with the idea to try to kind of help Dean to, you know, heal and recover from, you know, the loss of his son. So they went back on the road. It was a big, big thing. I mean, I remember that, you know, myself when they went back out there and they were touring and performing across the country. And Dean just wasn't in it, though. I mean, Dean was, he tried to be engrossed in it and involved in it. Unfortunately, it just, Dean Paul's death was just too overwhelming for him. And so he walked off of the tour and was replaced by Liza Minnelli. Um, from what I understand, that caused a permanent rift between he and Frank Sinatra. Their friendship was never quite the same after that uh, because, you know, Sinatra felt that that was unforgivable for him to walk off of the tour. And Dean just went back home and was pretty much a recluse for the rest of his life. Um, he was known for going to a local Italian restaurant most every night for dinner, having the same dish. I think it was spaghetti and meatballs and just kind of being to himself. And uh, Dean Martin passed away on Christmas Day, 1995. And uh, But what a wonderful legacy that he's left behind. Beautiful legacy. And, uh, you know, so much fun to see him in his element on these roasts and having fun and joking and laughing and interacting with everyone who was on the dais and on the person who was being roasted. It's just a lot of fun. So if you like not only Dean Martin, but if you if you see a favorite celebrity uh, who was roasted, go check out their roast. Um, if you just enjoy watching, you know, entertainment from that era of the 70s and the early to mid 80s, if you just enjoy that time period, you're going to enjoy these roasts. So I would definitely recommend checking them out. And again, if you'd like to buy the roast, I'm not sure if they're available individually. I think they might be, but don't quote me on that. Again, I would check out eBay. I would check out um, Amazon to see which roasts are available for individual purchase. So again, it's a lot of fun. You know, you find yourself laughing out loud and it, it's just, you know, it, it's so much fun to watch these roasts. So, uh, yeah, just wanted to take the time not only to take my buddy's suggestion, 
But, you know, to just, again, look back at that particular fun time in entertainment and in pop culture and, and just within the world itself, there was just something very laid back about that era, that 10-year span of time where those roasts were ongoing. And, of course, you get to, you know, see... You know, Betty White and her element, you know, Alan Ludden was there, you know, for her roast. And, you know, Georgia Engel was there. And I, I can't remember exactly who else. But it's it's a lot of fun. You did have certain celebrities who showed up almost for every roast. They were just on the dais, you know, just a part of just literally everyone who was roasted, you know, they were there for. Like LaWanda Page was there for a lot of the roast. She you know, start to do those in the, um, I think the final season of Sanford and Son is when she began to do a lot of those because LaWanda had really made a name for herself as on Esther. And so she was there for a lot of the roast and she was kind of a known fixture for being there as was Nipsey Russell and Red Buttons and Foster Brooks. I mean, no matter who was roasted, I mean, you could count on, you know, some of that bunch being there to, you know, lend their hand and lend their talents and lend their humor to the roast and to whomever was being roasted at that that particular time. So it's fun to see that, you know, uh, you saw a lot of Rich Little, uh, Buddy Hackett. And, you know, you got to see Jimmy Walker. He would show up, you know, and he would, you know, entertain and, and crack jokes, you know, for a different roles. I know who's at the Auntie Dickinson one. Uh, but anyway, anyway, it's a lot of fun. You know, it really is. So if you haven't seen those and if you're not going to, you know, get into a snit about what of some of the, you know, material that you might hear, you know, I definitely recommend checking them out. Again, if you, you, know, you want to see Betty White get roasted or if you want to see, you know, whoever, you want to see Sammy Davis Jr., or anyone else you could think of, you know, go over, like, you can even go to Google and Google Dean Martin Roast. You could, they, um, I'd recommend checking out the Wikipedia page for the Dean Martin Roast because there, on the Wikipedia page, you can see who was roasted and what date the roast took place and who was in attendance. I don't think it's everyone is listed who was on the dais, but, uh, you know, you see a certain, number of people who were, you know, um, a part of the roast. So, cause I saw Frank Sinatra, I saw George Burns, Betty White. I saw all of those earlier. And of course, like I said, the dates were listed and also those who were part of the roast were listed. So that's also a good way to start, you know, either you can go to Google or just go straight to YouTube and it's a great way to relax and just kind of just have some fun and just kind of get your mind off of any and everything for a while. But anyway, I am so glad I had the opportunity to do this particular episode about these roasts. And I am going to go and finish up the Valerie Harper one. I have not finished it yet. I did initially start to watch it, but I something came up. I had to, you know, put it on pause, but it's time to go back and finish it. And of course, also at the end of every roast, the person who is roasted takes the podium and, you know, they have their comments and they have their shots because they took shots as well. You know, again, it was all just, you know, just all fun and games. It was all, like I said, no one was offended. It was just all, you know, jokes and laughter and just good times. So anyway, I think that'll wrap up this particular episode of Two Sisters in a TV. I'll be back with another topic, another subject, another TV show 
very soon. And until that time, I will see you then.